Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Yes. But the remainder of it, and they didn't write it. It's a fake group, which I... is what these AI groups are. No. Yes. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Jamie Burns. Hey, this one's going to run over Halloween, so hey, happy Halloween to you. Same to you, mister. Yeah, we're not doing a Halloween show this year, mainly because... I didn't know what else we could possibly talk about in terms of Halloween. This kind of fits. How many shows can you tell people what the number one candy is in the world? I think this fits perfectly. Oh, do you really? Because it's scary? It is. Okay. Very scary. We're going to talk about artificial intelligence and music, the idea of what people are generally calling AI. Now, you think to yourself, no, this will never replace human beings. This will never replace the idea of writing songs. But let me ask you a quick question. You may be older, like me, but your kids, your grandkids who are listening to music, do you think those pieces of music were written because they were good inside of the artist's soul, much like grunge music? Or do you think those pieces of pop music were created because they fit a specific algorithm? The things that people will look at and go, okay, that is what the new generation coming up wants to hear. Does that make more sense? You mean they have nothing to be angry at, so there's no reason to create Wow. Are Music. you going to pick on millennials? No, I'm not. I'm picking on everyone. Says here, according to a McKinsey report, 70% of companies will have adopted at least one AI technology by 2030. Scott Cohen created an algorithm company that tracks what is popular. He calls it the Orchard. He states that something kills the music industry every 10 years. Right, right. And he states that the tech industry will be the next road in that destroys the music industry. Here's his big concern. 20,000 new songs are uploaded to Spotify every day. Yeah. In case you're wondering, on a 30-day month, that's 600,000. And then, if all months are 30 days, 7,200,000 pieces of music per year. How do you cut through that glut? He says, AI is being used not to set new music genres, but to simply decide what people want. What they'll do is they'll take the data of what people are looking at on Spotify, what people are listening to on Spotify, and they will attempt to reverse engineer Uh a song that people will uh, continue to believe is a hit. And his statement is, you are being told far more what is good 
then you are deciding Ooh, what is good. I don't like that. So let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Do you believe that a song that was created totally, completely, no human beings in any way were involved in this song? Mm-hmm. The drums, the piano, the guitar, the keyboard, the vocals were all done by a computer making decisions off of what other people were listening to and thus making a decision what future generations would find entertaining. Do you think that song would be in any way listenable? Yes. You do? I do. It exists. Mm -hmm. Google created something called Here's Daddy's Car, taking into account people's wants, desires, enjoyment, what they're listening to, and then basing the music off of the music of the Beatles. Really? They broke down the Beatles into multiple plot points. Oh my gosh. And so this song, Here's Daddy's Car, Uh huh. no human being was involved in this. None. And I know what people are going to say. Yes, a human being was involved because somebody had to write the code. It's all math, right? Look, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the composition, in terms of the performance... No human being touched an instrument. Oh, my goodness. It's called My Daddy's Car. Or, pardon me, Here's Daddy's Car. Let me hear it. Would you like to hear it? Yes, indeed. It goes like this. Hey, audience, take a listen yourself. This is the future. Now, when you hear it and you go, I don't know that I like that. Remember the first time you saw Madden football? It was eight bits. And it went, remember that? Now you can make a decision on what color the sweat will be coming off of the players because of a Gatorade promotion. So give it, how long's Madden been out? Hmm. 25 years? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Give it 25 years, what will the music be? Wow. Here you go. Here's Daddy's Car, No Human Being, on Rock School.
Okay, coming out of Here's Daddy's Car, put together by some Google computers. Can you hear the Beatles in that? I can. Now, let the me ask The soulless you. Beatles. There is absolutely, <laughs> it's dead. Okay, explain that to me. What there do you is mean? No so, there's no soul. There's no feeling. No human being sort of push input on it. It is. Yeah. It's, it's nothing I would listen to. Uh, you know what? If I I know that kind of thing, that idea of I wouldn't do that. I tell my students in my copywriting class the idea of writing commercials every year. The idea of, you know, if I knew this information, I wouldn't have done it. But the thing is, you're not told the information. If I hadn't told you that was a, a, a song created yeah. completely by a computer and right. I said I still it's, a, listen it's to a it. brand new song out of this Belgium group that thinks they're the Beatles you still think you would have walked away absolutely how about it's this? disgusting how about this mm-hmm. Hatsune Miku mm-hmm. Hatsune Miku is from Japan right she has had three number one albums she has had four number one singles yeah she doesn't exist right she literally does not exist. I've heard about this chick. She is a hologram uh-huh. that travels around. As a matter of fact, she toured uh, sections of the United States, Los Angeles being the big one. A full band is with her, and I mean a band. Yeah. People that are playing music. She is a hologram that is something like 30-something feet tall. Mm-hmm. Her voice was put together by having a professional voice artist come in and go, ah, 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 And then sing the Japanese vowels, sing the Japanese consonants. Uh-huh. Whatever you then put into this Sony computer, it will spit out the other side. I'm interested in that because yes. of what it is, right? Just because it... Now, here's the question. Just because the thing that... It has become. Okay. Now, is it just interesting or is this the future of music? It's just interesting. Will our daughter's child, now our kid's only 13, but yeah. come on, let's be honest. She's going to grow up, she's going to have kids, and I'm going to hate her husband just because he's her husband. I hate him already. I don't know who he is, but I do. I hate him. The idea of her kids, the 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 face of this Hatsune Miku. right. Is put together by a five-person girl group. Yeah. They took the eyes from one girl, the nose from another girl, uh-huh. the chin from a third girl, and they put together this person. Right. This woman, again, has had three number one albums and four number one singles, and she doesn't exist. Right. And again, people will say, well, look, I know what you're saying. You're going to tell me this is AI, but it isn't. Because AI, the way you're explaining it, Mm -hmm. only exists because of what the programmers created. Right, because of the math program, right? I shall now play for you Hatsune Miku, and you tell me whether it's good or not. Hit me, dude. It sounds like this on Rock School.
Okay, there you go. There's Hatsumiku. Did you like it? I did. And that's it. You're not going to take any more of that. One is enough. No, no, no. You've got to have more of that. No. No, no. Don't. One person doing it is enough. Don't. One from Japan is Look, enough. You can't, you can't tell me that, but also like the monkeys, also like the Partridge family, also hey, like the Archies, also like the Brady Bunch. Dude, I woke up in love this morning. Hey, I'm sure you did. You know who sang that? Not the Partridge it family. Was. I woke up in love this morning. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it was David Cassidy. Yes. But the remainder of it, and they didn't write it. It's a fake group, which I... is what these AI groups are. No. Yes. They were real. No, they weren't. David Cassidy was a real person. He went on tour. He could sing. The Archies were not a real person. Okay, I like the Archies too. What's wrong with me? It says here I'm easy, man. that there is a piece of software, as we talk about AI in the music industry, there's a piece of software called Spawn. And Spawn, what it does is attempts to mimic the brain's neural network. So what it did was look at music and it decided what the brain likes. What makes people go, ooh, that's cool. And it created an algorithm. And the concept of Spawn is not to write a song like Daddy's Car or right. I Woke Up in Love This Morning. Okay. The purpose is to take existing pieces of music and turn them into something that everyone goes, ooh, that's interesting. There's this singer named Holly Herndon, H-E-R-N-D-O-N, if you wish to look her up, Holly Herndon. And she used Spawn to take her music and turn it into something that statistically has a better shot at being a hit. Can she reproduce it in a concert? Fair question. Fair question. I am going to play you her song, Frontier. And then it's up to you to decide, do I really want to hear that? Is it too computerized? Is it is it a human being? That kind of thing. Because we've gone from... Bob Dylan up to these remixes of music. Mm -hmm. Where in the middle is AI going to be? So Holly Herndon, this is Frontier. Hit me. It sounds like this on Rock School.
Okay, coming into the first break. All right, what did you think of Frontiers? I didn't like it. It didn't what sound, was wrong with it? It didn't sound like, well, first of all, if that's what what they took and made into something great, right. I would hate to hear what the original sounded like. Please be honest. It's much like those those perfume commercials that seem odd. It's not for you. Who's it for? It's for a younger crowd. It's for the people who are my daughter's age, or our daughter's age, 13 years or younger. I can't imagine her liking that. They're trying to make stuff. Now, again, like I said, we're at the beginning of AI. Mm-hmm. Remember the first Madden football was eight bits. Remember the first Mike Tyson boxing, you know, now look what it can do. It's almost human. Can that be reproduced in a concert? Do you think people care? I hate to say that, but do you think people care if it can be reproduced? Are people even going to buy tickets to a concert in the future? Or will a concert be something? Remember we watched Shania Twain on whatever delivery device? Yeah. And she had an auto-tune on her voice. Oh, yeah, it was awful. And thus, everything was a half-split second previous. And yeah. very quickly, you figured out her lips are not equaling right. what's being said. And she was auto-tuning herself to make sure it sounded it beautiful. Terrible. The visual was a problem. But still, you don't like that. No, I hated it. Carnegie Mellon has the computer music, music <laughs> project. It's meant to enhance the human musical experience. It hopes to take songs and make them something humans will enjoy more. Why have we become a subset? Humans? Chuck K., it's spelled C-H-U capital K. Chuck K. It's programming language for sound and music developed at Princeton University by a couple of people named G. Wang and Perry Cook. It's a text-based cross-platform language that allows real-time synthesis and creates entire concerts, entire orchestral pieces by the Slork, the Stanford Laptop Orchestra, or the Plork, which is the Princeton Laptop Orchestra. Uh-huh. Here's about 20 seconds of the Slork, the okay. Stanford Laptop Orchestra. Once again, no instruments on stage. Look it up on YouTube. I'm not kidding. No instruments on stage. This is all done by laptop. Listen. There you go. There is also something called Morpheus. Morpheus is spelled like Morpheus, except M is capitalized in S, the first and the last letters. This was developed at Queen Mary University in London. Full concerts have been performed and created by Morpheus. And once again, have a listen to it. This was created, no human beings. This is all laptops and computers. Morpheus wrote this music. Have a listen. Can you remember how it used to 
this where we are? Is not this where the I idea? Am. It's not. Well, it may not be where you are, because then again, you know, your grandfather was all about buggy whips. Right. You're not. I hear you. Going forward, is this where we are? The fact that is that old concept, it can be done. The fact that it can be done, should you do it? Why don't you just learn to play an instrument? Why? When a computer can do it in the future. I tell my students all the time, why in the world are you here at this university? When they can do everything online? Right, when there are so many online programs. And what do they say? They don't really have an answer for me. Why don't you just go get your stuff online? Then why are there any universities left at all where people come in and sit down into a seat to listen to you? Fair question. In the future, what happens if you can buy a bachelor's degree and it's just downloaded into your brain? Oh. Would you go to college just to My just, goodness. just to watch the football games? No, I would go to watch you. You're pretty sexy in front of a class. Which, by the way, and thank you, <laughs> which, by the way, is the reason people are going to jail right now. Uh-huh. They paid to get in. That ain't nothing new, mister. All Come the on. time. Who's listening to us? Well, that's KSRQ in Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, I'm going to play you one more, and this is yet again another song, unlike, you know, My Daddy's Car or Your Daddy's Car, whatever the name of that was. This was created completely, totally, by something called Flow Composer. It was fed songs by American songwriters like Irving Berlin, Duke Ellington, George Gershwin, and Cole Porter. Right. It then looked at all of the songs uh-huh. and then created a song of its own Yeah. based on those. Uh-huh. This is really, this is choppy. It doesn't sound overly good. But again, remember... How long ago was it that your cell phone had to be installed in your automobile and an antenna put on your back window? How long ago were flip phones big? How long ago did I have to use 24, yes, 24 disks because my computer didn't have a hard drive? And in order for me to play Leisure Suit Larry in the Land of the Lounge Lizards, I needed 24 floppy disks, which, by the way, weren't floppy. No, they were hard. Right. So there's therein lies the concern. The concern? That's not a a big concern. Yes, it is, because let's go forward 20 years. Look, technology is moving and is 
moving so quickly exponentially in yes. this country yeah that where where we were 50 years ago yeah oh my gosh uh, okay you it's just, unbelievable you just made my point let's yeah. go 20 or 30 years in the future let's go there man and i'm gonna play you a song that was created by something called once again flow composer and you're gonna go oh that's horrible all right let me say it take it forward 20 or 30 years play it loser so- <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Sounds like this on Rock School. It's on a sinking, though, cattle go down, go down. It's rattling, those wings are down. Those wings are down. It's time, it's on a sinking, though, cattle go down, go down. It's rattling. think of that piece of music i didn't like it no i didn't either it was pretty choppy and the vocals were not the how do i put it the vocals were were chunked up it appeared to be trying to get from consonant to consonant but again remember at all points in time that entire song Mm -hmm. was written by a computer which people again and i've said this three times in the show People are going to say, look, the computer only does what other people tell it to do. Right. So you have this song that was created with vocals, and it really was... But please remember, what were the first cellular phones? Didn't they have to be attached to your car oh, and an antenna huge. had to be put on the back? Yeah. Then there were hand... You could sort of carry a briefcase and they were in it. Right. Nice. And, and that's in our lifetime. Yeah. And today I have the iPhone 10 with the three cameras. Yeah. So let's not be so quick to go, this stinks. Because it does stink at the at this point at in time. At this point, but go twenty to thirty years forward, baby. There you go. Gonna play another one by Avia. That's a, or Avia A I V A. It is from Luxembourg. It's program that produces soundtracks for any kind of media, and I'll play that for you in just a minute. No vocals. Oh, that's lovely. These pieces of audio seem to do better with no vocals. But first, let's do 7 Days, 70 Seconds. I'm Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. These are the rock and roll dates. October 21, October 27th. You got Monday, baby. Go. October 21st, 1992. Madonna's book, S-E-X, or S-E-X, is released. I got a copy at the radio station. We just stared at Naked Madonna. October 22, 1997, in Italy, the big five record labels, BMG, EMI, Polygram, Sony, Warner Music, are all hit with millions of dollars in fines because they were price-fixing. October 23, 1954, Elvis gets his first hit outside of Memphis when Blue Moon of Kentucky hits in New Orleans. October 21, 1971, Don McLean's American Pie, by the way, the album, not the song, is released. October 
2002, Aretha Franklin's Detroit home is burned to the ground in an arson attack. Ooh, her son is implicated in the case. October 26, 2010, Keith Richards releases the book Life. If you haven't read it yet, you have not lived a full existence. Go do that. And October 27, 1964, Sonny and Cher are married. Okay, here we go. Avia or Avaya, however you think it should be said or however they say it, a rock track called On the Edge was created because this IVA or AVA piece of music, piece of software, creates music that goes along with a soundtrack. Now, the last one had vocals in it, and it was... This song is without vocals, instrumental. Remember, at all points in time, what you're about to listen to was not created by a human. A computer did it. Sounds like this on Rock School. Okay, coming into the second break, how do these programs do it? At the moment, there are multiple ideas using AI, artificial intelligence, multiple ideas about how to create music with what are, for all intents and purposes, algorithms. Here are a few of the biggies. Translation models. These take the best of existing models of music and write from that. So you have to feed this piece of software right. all this music. All the information in the music, right? Right, and the music then creates this algorithm, and they run off of that. Yep. Mathematical models. This is the idea of reverse engineering. What has worked most before, they will go from there. That's the one I think is going to have the most trouble. 
because you know um what is her name britney spears uh-huh cannot re-record oops yeah. i did it again right because all of the variables that made that song a hit yeah are gone knowledge based what you need to do is find what makes a genre a genre mm-hmm. and write from that point. I think the problem there becomes if you write to a genre, say Latin music, you have the opportunity to sound like you're making fun of people. I gotcha. When I talk to kids about performance, uh-huh. the idea of doing a, a voice, if you don't do the voice, like for some reason, I've, I've gotten a good point of doing a Scottish accent. And I've done something that I've made the point of going out of my way to make sure it's as correct as I can get it. And I've actually, if you remember, when we, when we traveled over to Scotland, I did it. And a lot of Scottish people were fine with the fact that I'm doing it. But the thing about it is, if you don't do the accent exactly, right. you sound like you're making fun of the you people. You do. Right, you sound Especially like... Especially when you're there in their face. Right, you sound like you're, 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 you're not doing it the way it should be. Right. Right. So when I tell kids, look, when you take on an accent, uh-huh. it's real easy to make fun of them because Southern people do not sound like theirs. Well, uh, I do. Well, you do. Yeah. <laughs> so that knowledge base scares me to death. Grammars, mm-hmm. what it does is try to break down the music into a subset of items and then use its grammar. Right. Evolutionary method, this is how a genre has evolved. So what it does is it would look at, say, Motown. And it would then look at how it's evolved and uh, simply draw a line. I know. How it would work. I like that. There is also the Evo Devo method. That's the evolutionary combined with the developmental process. They even state that this one doesn't work very well. And then there's the hybrid. This is the idea of both musical and visual likes. Music that sounded like your music mm-hmm. also had videos to it. Which succeeded the music, the video, and what they do is they suggest to you what the software does is suggests to you this kind of music goes with this kind of visual. Right. Doesn't that just scare the crud out of you? No, not at all. Really? It no, doesn't? No. You know why? Oh, no, I don't they'll know they'll never why. be able to put soul into music. I don't know. The right piece of code. No, no. Let's, let's code soul. You can't do it. Who's listening? It can't be coded. Who's listening to us on the show? Radio Universidad in Salamanca, Spain. Okay, back in a minute here on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, let me introduce you to something called Pop Gun. 
If we're talking about AI, PopGun is a piece of software that allows you to play anything on a piano. Just sort of bang on the keys. It'll take what you play and will turn it into a piece of music that's worthwhile. Even better, if you play something on the piano that is indeed worthwhile, it will take it over and then reconstruct it into something that by the parameters put in by those who created it, a decent piece of music. Will it replay it on the piano, like those yes. player pianos? Oh, yes. Oh, I, mean? I don't know about a player piano, but it'll create it digitally. Okay. So listen, here's Pop Gun with a few people just banging on keys. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, and it sounds like that. Will it create the next hit? I don't know. But let me tell you about a few other things that are available right now in terms of AI. There is a little pedal called Trio, as in guitar pedal. You play to Trio a few different chords. You remember, I almost bought one of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play to trio a few different chords. It then lays into the chords a bass track and then a secondary guitar track and a drum track. And you can push the button and it'll create something a fifth above. So you have sort of a bridge going into it. Okay. Quick listen. You click on this, you get trio. Listen, this is the pedal in action. say, my gosh, that must be overtly expensive. When I go out and play, I don't do this all the time, but when I go out and play, I have a briefcase that I've put all my pedals in. Right. That briefcase full of blues, like the Blues Brothers. Mm -hmm. I put all my pedals in it. I have a loop pedal, which means I can play a piece of music and it will loop. And it connects to something called S-drum, which is to be spelled or to be said as strum. Okay. And what it is, every time I hit the bass string, it creates the bass drum hit. Makes sense. When I hit the tall string, the highest string, right. it creates the snare drum hit. Right. So I give it a feeling and then it takes over. And furthermore, if I click on it once, it creates a, uh, how do I put this, a, a bridge to get us into the chorus and then brings us back to the chorus. So I have at any one point in time as I am playing by myself uh -huh. a drum kit, a rotation of uh, secondary music, and then whatever singing and harmonica playing over top of it I want. And it's just me. And it's now. And yeah. if you'd like to hear it, I played a concert, I don't know, maybe three or four months ago, where I played Aerosmith's You Gotta Move. Mm -hmm. And it was a full band behind me, except it's just me. 
Well, you're doing nothing more than Ed Sheeran does every single day of the right. year. Oh, right. Oh, I completely agree. Okay. But listen, you'll hear me introduce the song. You'll hear me say, listen to it take over. You hear the drums. You'll right. hear me say, hey, look, 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 mom, no hands. And then you'll hear the whole thing. I'm one person. Yeah. And live, I'm an entire band. Right. And you can't tell me that's not AI. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like this on Rock School. Here, take over. It's a whole drink. Here's the thing, you gotta step on this stupid pedal for four seconds before it will get rid of all the drums, watch. Okay, now we're back to zero balance. Okay, there you go, that's me playing live, uh, and I play that for two reasons. Number one, I'm shallow and self-centered, and number two, it's I'm shallow and, <laughs> and self-centered. Uh, no, number two, I, I spent less than $250. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? It is. I can recreate. And what's interesting, if I would put trio into that as well, right. I would have an entire backing band. I could have the backing band doubled. I don't know this for a fact, but I have to believe out there is a pedal that will lay over top of it the... How do I put this? The the horns and such? Yeah. Because right now, you and I, I guess it was two years ago now, we've moved to a new house, so we didn't do a Christmas album this year. Uh, we will next year. But the entire thing was created with me and a keyboard. That's it. Guitars were played live, but other than that, all saxophones, all you know, strings, all everything, were done on a keyboard. Right. It's not needed anymore. How long before... You don't need a recording studio. You need a kid with a computer. Uh, I think Ed Sheeran has proved that. You're correct. You're completely correct. There's a guy named Phil Torres. This is our last break, by the way, of the Institute for Ethics in Emerging Technologies. And he gives a very, very dark picture Uh of the future of music in his post. And the post is called, Will Future Generations Listen to Music? He says, no. 
at least not music as we know it. He says music is a human phenom. As we become less human, a more human computer music will take boo, over. Hiss, boo, boo. But we are becoming less human, baby. We're, boo. No, it's that's not true. We are becoming less human. More and more machinery are doing more and more things for us. You don't wash the dishes. A machine does it. Shut up. Right now, you said to me, well, let's put together another show while I'm washing clothes. You're not washing clothes. You put it in a machine, and a machine did it. You shut up. <laughs> it says the more we it become... It still isn't easy enough. The, the more we become cyborg, the less we will appreciate music clothing will become skin knowledge will be implanted rather than learned ability will be driven by implementation rather than genetic skill so he says the expansion of the human ear will also be a problem right now we can only hear 10 to 20k but if when you were born a cochlear implant is put inside of you there's absolutely nothing that stops you from being able to hear the frequencies that machines can hear no. which is almost zero up to upwards of 70k no. why yes. would you do that to somebody you say that but why are we wearing apple watches why I'm are not we, well, other people are younger people are our daughter Dude, wants one wanna, so bad I don't want to look down at my risk every time something happens i turn my phone off i don't want that it says if we can hear above 20k then the entire chordal structure will be changed and music will be expanded exponentially loudness will not be a problem because we won't listen to music through the air we will listen to it through devices and things that are attached to us joke about that all you want so much listening to a band then right except the fact is when you put those earbuds in the yeah. vast majority of the bass is created by tunnel theory i.e your eardrum and the fact that the bass is created by by putting it through the bones in your body. And if you think I'm full of crud, listen next week. We're going to talk about that. Just kill me now. It says here music will not be listened to, but rather experience it and you will have control over your entire existence. He paints a dark picture. I don't like it. I'm not sure he's wrong. <gasps> I'm not sure that man is wrong. Deny, uh, deny. Deny, deny, deny. So that wraps it up. And I said earlier in the show that, look, there's nothing stopping a human being, a single human being right now, who can only play one instrument for creating an entire song. So I'm going to play one of my songs that ends it. It's going to have saxophones. It's going to have strings. It's going to have all those things in it. Look, I did it in a studio. I don't play drums. I'm horrible at drums. My drums sound pretty good. And it's all done on a computer. So is AI the future of music? We certainly will find out, and it'll be sooner than later. I'm going to guess 20 years. We'll find out the answer. Oh, my gosh. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. That'll do it. Class is dismissed. Good morning, parents and students, and welcome to Betsy Ross Middle School's yearly holiday celebration on a Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning because we don't believe you have jobs. Please know that this year, because of several emails and telephone calls, there will be no recorder performance of Silent Night. Now, since I know that you came here to see your children and no one else's, 
let's get started. It's the Betsy Ross Middle School Charter Magnet Montessori Christmas Kwanzaa Hanukkah Holiday Extravaganza. <laughs> Another year, another show, a metric ton of phony snow, a hundred kids in red and green, the cutest thing you've ever seen. With love and grace and tolerance, the PC crowd is dominant. The camels, they're all wearing pearls, the wise men are all played by girls. Just a reminder that the cookie dough and wrap and paper fundraiser is still going on. Last year we sold as many rolls of wrapping paper as there are grandparents in the school. I find that interesting. Uh, we'd also like to remind you not to allow your children to eat the uncooked cookie dough. Sorry, Mr. Johnson. Freddy looks good, though. Remember, salmonella is a real thing.